0: Hey guys, I'm here with Alan Aronson from Rosenthal Levy. He is a work comp attorney and he also has a uh, labor and employment law practice that he handles cases as well on behalf of plaintiffs. Um, Welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Thanks. Great to be here. Thanks. And we're shooting today from a different background. We got the, uh, we're at the work comp uh, 2023 in the uh, Orlando World Marriott Center. And so this is like my 10th year coming, been coming here a while. 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. yeah okay. First so, one was uh 20, 2002. 2002. Okay. Cool. So yeah. yeah, I heard the the work comps have been a little bit tame uh over the years, tamer and tamer, but I heard back then they were a little wild. But we'll, we won't talk about that on the cam. We won't yeah, talk about that on the cam. That, that was before my time. Okay. Smart. Sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. So um thanks for coming. I uh, wanted to interview you. Wanted to uh get get the word out about what you do. Um, so you handle work comp cases. Obviously we're here at the work comp Institute uh,
1: training program. What are you doing here? Are you taking CE credits? So, um, the firm has been coming here for years. Um, uh, we get our credits. It's an excellent opportunity to, uh, get to speak to the defense attorneys, the adjusters, the doctors, uh, you know, with all the doctors downstairs, it's a great opportunity to, you know, pop into the exhibition hall and say hello to a doctor and, you know, get a, a mini opinion on a client and you know we actually resolve cases uh with our uh, opposition and uh, with the adjusters so it's very fruitful for us cool
0: okay <clears throat> yeah these these uh these are great events uh you know um i like coming because i just get to meet so many people from around the country but a lot of people are from florida and uh, you see defense attorneys plaintiffs attorneys a lot of doctors. Um, Just people generally, I don't know what you'd call them, but they're in the business somehow. They're a funding company or some kind of surgery center. If they're not
1: a funding company or uh, preparing Medicare set-asides or PIs, um, a lot of uh, people in the exhibition hall uh, uh, manufacture prosthetics. So it's a real broad spectrum of insurance-related, medical, uh, and legal. Yeah, people you
0: didn't know that you needed, but you're like, oh, that could be helpful for one of my clients. That's what I like about coming Correct. here too. Absolutely, yeah. cool. So uh, you've been with the firm Rosenthal Levy Simon for? I've how been long? I've been with Rosenthal Levy Simon and Sosa
1: since uh, two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. Yeah. Okay, and you've been doing—is uh, that where you started doing work comp? No, uh, I, b- I, before that I was. Um, Uh, with Palm Beach County uh, School District. I was a personnel attorney. uh, And before that, I was with the Palm Beach County Police Benevolent Association. I was in-house for uh, law enforcement. uh, And I did mostly employment and labor at those two gigs. And then here, when I started with Rosenthal, I started uh, Workers' Comp.
0: Okay, cool. So uh, when you talk about labor and employment law, you're talking about uh, discrimination cases. Yeah, I'm
1: talking about discrimination cases, harassment cases, um, labor is different because that involves like collective bargaining. Uh, I represented a lot of police officers in, in administrative matters, uh, involving, uh, acts of misconduct. Uh, I went out on a lot of shootings, uh, officer involved wow. shootings, uh, but employment is like, uh, sexual harassment, uh, religious discrimination, uh, ADA work, age discrimination, all that type of stuff. Okay, cool. Um, and so you handle some of those cases and, uh, a lot of work comp, it's a cases. lot of work comp. Okay. Yeah, a lot of work comp, and and sometimes you'll get that employment uh, fall off uh, from the workers comp because there'll be like an adversarial relationship between the employer and and your your client, the injured worker, just because they're they're hurt. So so what
0: you're saying is sometimes somebody gets hurt on the job, they put in a work injury claim, and the employer, they're not supposed to by law, they're not allowed to. But occasionally, they will retaliate or harass the employer, make it difficult
1: for them, so they want to leave? A lot of times, you know, people get hurt on the job, and their employer thinks that they're damaged goods. Okay. And, you know, if you start to miss work because you've got a legitimate injury, uh, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but some employers, they're real put off by that. Mm -hmm. And they'll do things they shouldn't do. They'll They'll make life difficult on the job, they'll change job assignments they they'll cut back hours and there's a portion of the workers' comp statute that addresses that. That's unlawful retaliation. okay and that kind of segues into the employment discriminations.
0: okay, that's kind of uh interesting. Most people just do work comp you you seem to do both what 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 should somebody do? I'm just curious if 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 uh, if I was an employee, I was working for somebody, I got injured on the job. I'm damaged goods now, like you said, right? The employer doesn't like me. What should I do to protect my uh, employee
1: discrimination case? A great what point. What can I do? So um, if you have an open workers' compensation claim, um, we'll represent you during the workers' compensation claim. And if we believe that there's a discrimination angle that's legitimate and provable, uh, typically when a workers' compensation claim winds down, uh, you settle the claim. and The employer asks for a voluntary uh, resignation. And we don't do that. We wouldn't do that. You know, if uh, we would file a charge of discrimination um, with the EEOC or the Florida Commission on Human Relations, and uh, we would kind of leverage that. You know, okay, you want to settle the workers' compensation claim. You got to look seriously now at uh, at this employment discrimination claim. And if they're not willing to entertain the employment angle of this, a lot of times uh, we're successful in um, carving out the employment discrimination claim from resolving the workers' compensation claim. It allows us to continue uh, on if we want to go to court, uh, either in state or federal court, if we think something is provable.
0: Okay. And uh, you said you worked for the Police Benevolent Association in Palm Beach. Yep. Mm -hmm. So do you get a lot of um, police officers? I do. First responders, that sort of thing? I would say
1: 20%, 25% of my practice is law enforcement officers, correctional officers, firefighters. And these guys come to you because they trust
0: you. You worked for the police, but Health absolutely. Yes. What, is, what, you know, I've heard that association name so many times. What can you enlighten so, us? What is so it?
1: uh, it's, um, it, it's a public sector union and, uh, they collectively bargain on behalf of law enforcement officers who join the organization. Okay. So when, when I was doing it, uh, in Palm beach County, I was responsible for a collective bargaining for about 15 or 20 agencies in Palm beach County. Um, I was responsible for uh, representing officers in uh, disciplinary matters. Uh, after hours, officer-involved shootings, use of force incidents. I did that for about eight years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you would represent the police officer yes, on behalf of the union. The association Correct. is the union. In, in, okay. in disciplinary matters uh, initiated by their employer. Okay, gotcha. You're so, right. if they got suspended for a shooting. If they got suspended for a shooting, if uh, uh, if uh, a member of the public didn't like the way he or she was handled by an officer, and they make a complaint into internal affairs, and okay. it rises to the level of discipline, or an officer might be insubordinate. Uh, gotcha. Also, all sorts of things. Okay, so People you People got of, into trouble. Yeah, so you kind of went from mm-hmm. the— um,
0: Police Benevolent Association representing police officers uh, against the, you know, uh, the city that they work for, the sheriff they work for to to protect their rights, really. Mm -hmm. And then uh, now that you do work, injury claims, you get a lot of those people coming to you as clients. Correct.
1: And if there's a potential discrimination case or some kind of retaliation. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time, but we're we're tuned to it. Yeah. And if we see it and, and 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 we think it's significant. Okay. We'll move forward with it. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I'd like to think that if a police officer is injured on the job, you know, they get taken care of. Um, they're not retaliated against most of the time.
1: Okay. You know, most of the time. Um, but they have some real significant issues. Uh, yeah, and they have some really significant rights under the law that non-law enforcement uh employees don't have. Okay. You know, there's uh they can uh file heart lung claims. Uh, uh, and, you know, if, if you contract. Um, heart disease on the job, it's presumptively work-related. Oh. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Correct. So if you have a heart attack on the job or if, just while you're employed? No, I mean. Like, what if I have a heart attack at the middle of the night? I'm a police officer, I have a heart attack Harder at to prove up. Okay. But if
1: it's on the job if while it, you're it, on a shift. Right. Oh. If you're on a shift and it's not just heart disease, it's, um, uh, hypertension, uh, spinal meningitis. Mm. Uh, there are certain enumerated diseases, hepatitis A, B, and C. Okay. Um, they're presumed to be work-related. Um, okay. Cause of the stress of the job for protecting yeah, everybody. The, because of the stress of the job, because okay. of, I mean, look at, a, you know, if, if you're a first responder and, and you come upon an accident scene and unfortunately it's bloody and you're in there trying to save people and you know, you get blood splatter, you run the risk of, of catching something like meningitis or hepatitis A, B, and C. And those wow. are all compensable covered conditions. Okay. And we repre- and sometimes they'll deny them because it's a rebuttable presumption and then you have to litigate and wow. you have to go in front of a judge of compensation claims and prove up your case that in this instance, it was work related. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I would, you know, as a, it's not a blanket thing. Okay. uh, it, 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 the law says that the presumption is there, but it's rebuttable. And sometimes, you know, the, the- carrier does, it- is it the carrier or the employer? It, it could be both. Okay. So if you're a law enforcement officer, just to, to get into it a little more, it, it, the first hurdle you need to, to make is you need to show that when you entered service with the agency that you suffered this heart attack or you developed heart disease or hypertension with, that you had a clean bill of health, that none of those conditions existed at the, at the time that you got on the job. Okay. If you were hired and there was evidence of heart disease or hypertension, you're going to have a hard time. Okay, it, but that's where you'll
0: come in and at least look at it. Correct. And you guys only get paid if you collect money for the employee.
1: Correct. Okay, so uh, I, we, our, we have a contingent fee practice. Okay,
0: so you guys, if there's no money going towards your client, you don't collect well, any money. L- let
1: me let me like correct that a little okay. bit. Um, if we secure benefits on behalf of our client okay. by litigating, and those benefits are not um, timely paid or authorized, we can actually get a fee from the insurance company. Okay. I can I can get a fee from the insurance company okay. for, for them not doing what they needed to do timely. Okay, There so, are timelines in the law. Okay,
0: so let, let me just ask you like a hypothetical question. I'm mm-hmm. a first responder. Go ahead. I'm injured on the job. Uh, my doctor for work comp says you need uh, an epidural injection in your spine and they don't want to pay for it. The insurance company, the employer says we're not paying for it. You come in, you say, hey, the doctor knows this guy the best. They said that he needs the injection. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of going as easy as I can here because I don't want to overstep. But you secure the epidural injection for the guy or whatever medical procedure. Whatever benefit uh, it is. And then the insurance company would have to pay your fee for your time. And and costs.
1: Okay. okay. And costs. So if, if, if we litigate it. You know, if, if, if we file what we call a petition for benefits for that epidural or for a brace uh, okay. or for impairment benefits um, and they don't timely uh, uh, respond and provide the benefit and I have to litigate it, meaning I have to go to a mediation uh, and get it secured at a mediation or if that doesn't work, I have to go in front of a judge of compensation claims and I prevail, I get a fee from the employer carrier. And the workers' compensation claim is still open. Okay, and so, yeah. and so, um, these are their
0: their rights that they're entitled to, their Correct. benefits that they're entitled to for being on the job. And this isn't just for first responders, right? It sounds like first responders get some extra protections, which we want them to have, of course, because um, uh, they're you know protecting us, keeping us safe. But uh, just any employee has certain benefits if they're injured on the job. I work at Publix. My deli, yeah, I my mean, deli
1: guy cuts his finger real bad. He gets benefits. Same as well, level right? of benefits. You could be uh, working at Publix. You could be a, a landscape maintenance worker. You could be a roofer. You could be in construction. You could be a sous chef. You could be a teacher. Uh, you know, if if, the, if if your employer has a minimum number of employees, uh, then it's a covered workers' compensation claim. Okay, is That's there a hard number for all
0: employers, or is it four? Very- Four employees. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that's typically a, what someone would call it, like a W-2
1: employee. Yes. If so if you're an independent contractor, uh, it, it, there are defenses that an employer has because that person is not an an, uh, an employee. Uh, but again, lots of employers to try to skirt the law will say, no, no, this person's uh, an independent contractor. And there's a test out there. Yeah. So we, we litigate that too. You know, people will come to us. Well... My, my boss says I'm an independent contractor and I, I signed an agreement saying that, but when you analyze what they do, they're an employee Mm -hmm. and not an independent contractor. We, we litigate those claims too, and we prevail. Okay. So, so
0: I know just from being as an attorney, uh, some of the things are, uh, you know, you pick the hours that they work. So if an employer picks the shift, if the employer says you got to be here every day, if it, if it looks like
1: an employee just because they pay you as a 1099 and just because they providing providing you tools to do the job okay uh providing you with a schedule and if you were a true independent contact contractor you would be able to work for a large group of employers Mm -hmm. but if you've got someone who's saying no you can't work for anybody but me here are your hours oh and by the way i'm providing you with the tools to do your job but i'm going to give you a w uh uh, not a 1099 as opposed to a w2 that's, that doesn't cut it yeah I mean you can you can cut through that and say no this person's an employee okay and the law provides for that I
0: noticed that happens a lot in construction claims right in construction, construction claims jobs mm-hmm. they tell them oh you're a 10.99 but it's really an employee they only get paid uh you know they get paid per day per hour usually construction mm-hmm. I think they pay them per day yeah uh, but but they, they tell them they're 10.99 and uh sometimes they'll make them open up their own corporation but you're able to fight those depending on the facts. Correct.
1: I mean, okay. sometimes they're legitimately independent contractors, but other times it's just, you know, they need a job. They get hired. They're characterized as independent contractors, but they're not. Right. And and, and, and we fight the insurance company and the employers on those issues as well. Okay. Okay, cool.
0: Um, what do you want people to know about you? What do you do for fun?
1: <sighs> <laughs> so, uh um i'm big into my tropical fish okay
0: Uh, tropical fish so you got
1: the fish tanks i have a a really big 150 gallon fish tank uh it's a freshwater fish tank um and i i i'm high tech uh i inject co2 i have high output lights i've got really unusual fish what's the coolest fish you got oh my god Uh, uh i have these little dwarf highly colored cichlids And they're, even though they're freshwater, they're beautiful, like orange and purple and, and yellows and, uh. Do you have any jellyfish in there? I know. No, uh, no, 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 no. No, is that is that's that? That's all is that, salt. Is that, is that
0: okay? It's all. I know. Salt I water. know. Vanilla Ice had. A, had <laughs> a house. You saw that? You had yeah. jellyfish in the tank. It looked pretty cool. That's right? not me. That's it's not, not you're, me, you're you. You're know, a tropical fish guy. I, I'm. a freshwater fish guy. I okay. can handle
1: that. Okay. Cool. Uh, Do
0: you scuba dive at all? Or no. Or, oh, okay. No. 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 I like. Uh, I just got back a few months ago from Columbia. I went. Uh, cool. Uh, scuba a lot dived. of nice.
1: Of uh, freshwater tropical fish in Colombia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I went, I, well, I went diving in the ocean there. I didn't get a chance to go in the, in the freshwater, but, um, they had some really beautiful reefs, but you could tell it was overfished. These guys were just overfishing everything, but beautiful, gorgeous coral yeah. reef. Don't get me started. Yeah. Coral
1: reefs are suffering.
0: Yeah. No. I know. Are you into, uh, do you like, what, what's some of the cool, do you have any cool coral in your tank at all or no, anything that,
1: like that? that? That's all salt water. Okay. So but I have, do- I, it's heavily planted. So I've got a lot of a lot. So a lot of there's a lot of green, okay, uh, in my tank because of okay. how heavily planted it is, and it kind of glows like after six o'clock when it starts to get uh, dark out and the light is still on uh, and the room is dark. It, it it emits like a green glow.
0: Okay, and, okay, and, that's and then cool. it shuts down. Yeah, Chris is over there in the corner. He's got a he's got a big fish tank at his house too. He's
1: salt or yeah. Uh, salt. yeah. yeah. I mean, I could do a salt, but I just just. I mean, I could do it. I've got the level of skill. I just just don't want to do it. Oh, this is, I don't know if
0: I should bring this up. This is kind of funny. My wife got a a chart for our kid because he's into fishing now. Okay. He's like learning to fish. And uh, she sends me this photo. I got to find the name of the fish. She goes, what do I do? So there's this, um, you know, like just a a chart of fish. Sure. You know, you've seen it. And then this one says, the name of this one fish is called a slippery dick. (laughs) a slippery dick and she's like what do i do should i cross that out i would cross it out should i make it like a b instead of a d and i'm like i have no idea you know because she doesn't want him he just turned 10 she doesn't want him going to school but that's the name of the fish i know i mean but that's that's like the jewfish like i was telling chris last night i go they don't call it a jewfish anymore they call it what do they call it a Goliath grouper. Now, you know, I was like, I don't okay. know. You know.
1: I, I don't know. Should we rewrite the history? I don't know. I don't think that's my, my job to do yeah. that. I don't think it's your job. <laughs> We're going to gonna do stick that. to the law. <laughs> I think I think that you, your wife could talk to your son in an appropriate way and say, yeah. this is the name of the fish. Yeah. But mom, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how that goes. He's 10. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I was like, I don't know. I'm like, why do they have to put that one fish on there out of 50 fish? Like, who, who cares about that one fish? What was and it? The, uh, the, the slippery, slippery dick. dick. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't get better than that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. My son's going to watch this in 10 years and be like, <laughs> what? I was wondering why there was a hole cut out in the, in the thing. <laughs> She's going to put another fish name on it, like uh, with like Just gum on the back or something. Like sunfish. Yeah. So, you know, lionfish. Cool. The, su- the, the sunfish. Uh, that's, a, that's a cool looking fish. The lionfish are bad. Yeah, they had lionfish in um, in Colombia. They had lionfish.
1: Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, in they lionfish, they're not yeah. native.
0: What's the what's the scuba for lionfish? Is it? That's the you can't talk underwater, so you got to do signals. Mm-hmm. This is clownfish. Yeah. You know the needlefish, yeah. fish, clownfish, uh, shark, lobster, crabs, uh, the lionfishes.
1: Yeah, they have these uh, poisonous spines.
0: Yeah, yeah. His brother is uh, an absolute idiot and went. Uh, he's a professional diver. And went right up and touched it. And then he gets out of the water and he goes, I got stung. And I go, you, you touched it. You went right up to it and touched it. Why would you do that? Not me. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's nuts. Um, he's a good guy though. But uh, Steven, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you're into, you're into freshwater fish. That's cool. I like my That's, cars. You like cars? What, do you, yeah. what kind of cars are you into? Um,
1: I'm, I have a uh, 2018 BMW M2. Uh, okay. But I've had BMW 2002s. Um, I've had, um, um, uh, an old vintage Porsche, uh, three fifty six a, um, had a two forty Z cut. They come okay. and go. Yeah. Do you like to, um, like soup them up,
0: modify them? No, I like, like them stock. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: keep them stock. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you mostly like beamers. beamers? Uh, I like beamers. Um, I, I like my tastes run to, uh, bimmers and, um, not that I could own a Ferrari, but I like Ferraris, you know. Hey, man! If this if this market goes any further, it's you're gonna own two of them for the for price of one. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. Um, yeah. um, not so much a Porsche guy. Uh, I like older Datsuns. Okay. You know, okay. like 60s and 70s uh, Datsuns. Um, what else do I like? Thinking of the Thunderbird with the T-top. No, I like no. I like old Mustangs and and Camaros. Okay. Uh, road racing. The new uh the new Corvette's sick, gorgeous right? I mean, stunning car. That's where did where were they where were they holding on to that? That's uh amazing. it took them a while to uh, uh give their engineers and their designers uh you know everything that they needed to yeah. to put that together. It's a gorgeous car. It's a beautiful car. Um cool. And uh so where 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 did you grow up? And so um uh I grew, I grew up in the northeast i was born in uh the bronx in new york city we'll okay, down bronx yeah yeah okay we got some brooklyn people in the background over for there. sure um and then uh parents moved us out to comac long island in suffolk county okay so i grew up there uh, i went to college in new york state university of new york at binghamton wow. and uh took a couple of years off uh then I went back to school, went to law school at Jacob D. Fuchsburg Law Center. Where's that at? It's in Suffolk County. Okay. Uh, it's it's uh, a huge freestanding building next to uh, the district court, the state district court. And there's a federal court out there.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um. And uh, practiced up there for a while. And okay. My wife and I moved down here. Okay. When did you guys move down here? Uh, 1990. 1990. Yeah. Okay. So Good I year. raised my kids down here. Okay, cool. And then you live in uh, what area? I live in uh, Palm Beach County. I live in uh, West Lake Worth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Off of uh, cool. Jog Road. Cool. And your guys' office is in? We have two offices. We have one office on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. And then uh, we have another office up in uh, Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. Okay, that's a booming area. Yeah. Um, nice <laughs> We're area. very busy up there. And you
0: guys handle cases
1: statewide? I have a statewide practice. We all have statewide practices. I have clients as far north as Pensacola. And I have clients in the Keys. Okay. Two very different clients. Two very different clients. Yes. But they're all over. Yeah. I say I advertise statewide
0: and we handle cases statewide, but the panhandle people are just different people. It's like Alabama people, Georgia
1: people, Uh, not Florida people. It's interesting. You bring that up. Uh, The client that I have up in Pensacola, his doctors are in Alabama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pensacola is kind of rural though. You'd expect this. Rural. He's a, uh, uh, this guy is uh, a retired uh, corrections deputy. Okay, uh, very okay. rural. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those cases
0: up there that doctors are very, uh, difficult to find for special. Very difficult to find specialty. Yeah. They don't want to, they don't want to, uh, they got to, tra- you got to travel if you want to
1: see a specialist. In you got to go to, yeah. uh, Gainesville. Um, you know, sometimes even, uh, Tallahassee or Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of, uh, not lot of options, options not, there's there. not a lot of options, not a lot of surgery up there. Yeah. Not a lot of specialists. It's just, like you said, it's rural. Yeah. 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 Cool. And um, if people want to get a
0: hold of you, we're going to put your phone number up there. The website is rosenthallevy.com. RosenthalLevy, uh, uh, dot com. Okay. And um, awesome. Okay. Cool. So, all right. Thanks, man. Thanks hey, man. for being Thank on you the for, podcast. Uh, for Appreciate bringing you. me Thank Cool. You. Cool. Cool. All right. Thanks. Okay.